Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. We are back in studio as uh, we were out of studio yesterday because we had to work on the car. So we did, we basically did the show from the garage, but that's all right. Y'all can deal with that. Y'all okay with that as long as we're putting out some sort of content. And with the day as big as yesterday was... With the Derek Chauvin, uh, George Floyd verdicts, we had to come out with a little something. If you wanted to know my stance on that and uh, uh, my breakdown, you can go back and watch yesterday's episode. It's on YouTube. It is not available on the audio podcast platforms, but what we may do is uh, take that audio and put it on there. It's a little different when I just do it from my cell phone like I did last night. So uh, it's 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 kind of strange. If we don't do that and you don't do YouTube or whatever, uh, it's also available on Instagram, I know for sure, on my personal Andrew McLean Who Instagram. So you can go watch it on there as well. It's about 10 minutes long. It's not uh, this big grand thing. Uh, it's just where I stood on all that stuff. Today, though, another police shooting that happened really just moments before... The Shelvin verdict came down, and that happened in Columbus, Ohio, where a 16-year-old black female was shot dead by police. We're going to break that down. I'm going to tell you all about it if you have not heard yet. But first, VaporForge, proud sponsors of this show. Make sure you go show this guy some love. Let them know you heard it on Over the Line. They got everything you need as far as vaping goes. They got your CBD stuff, your Delta 8 stuff. They will hook you up. Best prices, best selection. I got to get out there. Probably trying to get out there tomorrow if possible. So make sure you check them out. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham next to Bailey Brothers. 205-874-9010 is their number. Again, don't forget to mention... You heard it on Over the Line. And really, just before we started this podcast, we confirmed, for those of you that listen to me on the radio, on the traditional terrestrial radio, we uh, I'll be doing uh, 3 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, Friday and Monday. So uh, two days from today, 21st, 22nd, so 23rd, the 23rd, 23rd and the 26th, I'll be on Talk 99.5 from 3 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you're not in the area and can't get that on your radio, you can always listen at Talk99.5.com or on your TuneIn radio app. It has it as well. So make sure you hook it up. Honestly, I don't know if it's going to be good radio or not, but I'm just going to do whatever I can possibly do. I've got some severe, severe heartburn tonight. It's been a long day, too. I drove all the way to to South Carolina today and then back here, and I just got home, uh, threw a show together, and here we go. It's what we do for the love of the news and the podcast and the love of you guys. Um, So... The, the shooting that happened in Columbus, Ohio, uh, I, I'm still kind of unclear on the full story, but you really don't need the full story to grasp what exactly happened. P- 
Police roll up to an altercation. Apparently, somebody had called police, and there seems to be a scuffle amongst multiple people in what seems to be the front yard of someone's home. There is some pushing and shoving between uh, what seems like two females, and I may not be getting this right, but just two people pushing and shoving, and then over to the side, there's two more pushing and shoving. And you'll watch, there's a girl wearing pink. This is the 16-year-old girl that was shot. She is taking, she is up against a car scuffling with the person that she's fighting with and pulls out a knife. That's right. Pulls out a knife and lunges at the girl she is scuffling with. This is when the police officer opens fire, shooting and killing this 16-year-old, what the media wants you to know, a black female. This is, oh God, I hope I didn't unplug something just now. That's not good. I got different camera angles and everything else going on today, so it's a, it's a little strange. Here is the video for those of you that have not seen it. So you've got a grasp, and this is obviously graphic video, but I think it actually blurs out the part where she is actually shot. In Columbus, Ohio, just yesterday as it transpired. So I, I need to go back. The, the lady in the pink was the victim that was about to be stabbed. It was the other lady in that scuffle that was shot. But you saw it go down. You can see here, and I'll do a little frame by frame for those of you on uh, YouTube. They show up on the scene. Fights are breaking out. You see... One scuffle happened right here. Somebody gets thrown to the ground. The cop then pulls a gun out because I'm assuming at this point he sees the knife. And this lady right over here, if you're looking at my mouse, this lady right here has the knife. And it's hard to tell in this video, but there's some still images where it's very clear. Is lunging at this girl in the pink with the knife. Going for her head, going for her jugular something and at that point is when the police officer opens fire and the girl in the pink runs away that police officer saving the girl in the pink's life from this 16 year old that was about to kill her one person was going to die at that moment and it was either going to be the girl with the knife or the girl in the pink this time thanks to some great police work um it was the girl with the knife. Now, people on the scene, you can hear them freaking out. They're like, she's just a kid. What are you doing? Well, the cop's doing exactly what he's sworn to do, and that's protect and serve the community. He just protected that young lady's life. She wasn't going to stab her in the side. She wasn't going to stab her in the leg or the arm. She was going for the neck. She was going to kill this other lady. And that lady may have been a juvenile as well. I'm not sure. Um, but that's what happened. 
and obviously chaos on the scene and 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 because of the fact that the they were waiting on the Derek Chauvin verdict to come down at any moment you can imagine that community um gasping at the side of what had just happened especially if those people on the scene did not see the knife in the hand of the 16 year old that was shot by police you can imagine they thought they had another George Floyd situation on their hands. But the police, in fact, did exactly what they should have done. Now, for those of you that keep up with this, you watch the podcast, you, you, you know the things we talk about. We're all on the same page, on the same wavelength. You know what happens next without me having to tell you. You knew what was going to happen next before it ever happened. And it's not because... You're a genius, although you may be. It's not because you're super smart, although you may be. It's because we watch it happen over and over and over. Take a look at these headlines. Immediately after the death of this 16-year-old girl. Here's just a handful of them. Let me read them to you. Police identify officer who fatally shot black Columbus teen as community questions use of lethal force. Here's another one. More body camera footage released from the fatal shooting of Micaiah, whatever her last name was. Uh, Columbus police fatally shoot black teen swinging knife. Well, that one's a little descriptive. I'll give Bay, New Nine, New, Bay News 9 a little credit on that one. How about the New York Times? Columbus shooting. 16-year-old girl fatally shot by police. No contacts, no nothing. Ohio shooting. Columbus police kill black teenage girl. That is the headline from the BBC. Police in Columbus, Ohio, shoot, kill, teenager. Over and over, Micaiah Bryant. Columbus, Ohio, police shoot and kill Micaiah Bryant. Most of these are having to make sure you know that this is a black teen. And um, once you get into the story, you obviously find out that the officer was in fact white. So that's what the media does. They they didn't really want a whole lot of contacts. You know, they heard about this before the body cam footage came out, which, by the way, props to the police department for releasing the body cam footage so quickly. And they knew that's what they had to do because they knew once they saw what happened that their officer was not in the wrong. That their officer did exactly what he was supposed to do and that rumors were going to run wild and those rumors were going to be perpetrated by the media that will then feed into the communities. And the next thing you know, people like LeBron James are tweeting things like this. A tweet with the picture of the officer that shot this 16-year-old girl. And it says, you're next. Hashtag accountability. Now, I'm no FBI agent. I'm no detective or investigator. But this your next stuff, I mean, that seems kind of like a veiled threat. Should we not at least ask King James some questions about his, what seems like a threat on law enforcement? Your next? So LeBron James, with no regard for facts or the full story or any, any context of what happened, immediately tweets out a picture of this officer putting his life in even more danger and saying, 
You're next with an hourglass emoji beside it. LeBron James subsequently deleted that tweet, but not before, I'm sure, millions of people saw it. As you look through the comments and the retweets, a lot of people gave him some grief, and maybe this is what prompted him to turn around and delete it. I would assume that there was some PR management or uh, coaches or or somebody within the NBA that's like, hey, whoa, let's not let's not go that route just yet. Uh, this guy said narrative commitments plus retribution is greater than facts and. Effectual reforms, this is a recipe for savagery, not accountability. Caleb Hole said, LeBron James is now sharing pictures of a Columbus police officer who shot the woman wielding a knife and attacking another woman. With zero regard for facts, he's solely focused on dividing the country. Total scumbag. Uh, Chuck Ross, LeBron would have tweeted the same thing if the cop had just sat there while the girl was was stabbed. And that is 100% correct. It would have been the same exact thing. And these people have zero regard. How about Benjamin Crump, the attorney for uh, uh, George Floyd's family? He did the same thing. He's like, Columbus police shot. He went as far as to say the Columbus police shot an unarmed Micaiah Bryant. Unarmed Micaiah Bryant. As they're holding their press conference post Derek Chauvin verdict, they bring up that Micaiah Bryant was shot by police and she was unarmed. Now, this guy's uh, one of the most high-profile attorneys in the country. But you know what else he is? He's the new Al Sharpton. He's the new Jesse Jackson. He is a race baiter. He is a divider. He's not looking to bring people together. He's looking to divide them. And he wanted people to know that there's plenty more lawsuits out there that he needs to get his hands on because even though Derek Chauvin got convicted of three charges that's going to put him in, in, in prison for a long time, racism ain't over. Racist cops killing black people in large numbers, not over. It's not over. This is, this is a step in the right direction, but this is far from sufficient. Far from suffice what we saw with Derek Chauvin. Forget the fact that we should all be happy and gleeful that our justice system has run its course, has done its job, even though there are a lot of questions about where we go forward with our justice system as far as outside influence on a jury. I think we have some real problems there. But the justice system did what it was designed to do. Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three charges. And the Democrats' response to it, people like Ben Crump, their response to it, oh, this ain't enough. This ain't enough. Because black people are being killed in the streets on a daily basis. Unarmed black people. Just like Micaiah Bryant. Unarmed. Unarmed black woman. 16-year-old, a minor. Shot to death by police. Doing nothing wrong. She was just strolling through the neighborhood. And she was gunned down for one reason and one reason only. Because she's black. 
That's what they want you to know. The Democrats will continue to push this narrative. I'm surprised Joe Biden hasn't come out and talked about Micaiah Bryant being unarmed. He might still. You know, don't, don't, uh, don't put anything past Joe Biden. He'll do it. But they are continuing to divide the country because that's how they conquer. They have to keep people fighting in order to stay in power. Could you imagine if we all got along? Democrats would never win anything. Anything. Because people would be able to think with a clear head. If they felt like they had a good life, if they felt like this country was a great place, why would they vote for Democrats? Democrats spend all their time trashing the country. Trashing police. Telling you you're a bad person because of the color of your skin. Because you're white. And you should be ashamed. For what? Somebody did 200 years ago, which you're probably not even related to. You should be ashamed. It's this kind of rhetoric that causes average people to do irrational things. And say irrational things. The people of Black Lives Matter, I'm not going to bring Antifa into this because a lot of those people are basically paid rioters. But Black Lives Matter, I think, is a little more organic than Antifa. Um, a lot of these people that support this movement and was supporting the burning down of cities, especially in Minneapolis, it was shocking to me to see what some of these people were saying pre-Derek Chauvin verdict just a day or two ago. And their response to what they should do. Should they burn down the city if he's not guilty? Should they burn down the city if he is guilty? Why is burning down the city a good idea? How many black people do you think are killed, unarmed black people are killed by police in this country every year? The answers will absolutely shock you. They are nothing short of shocking. Listen to a little bit of this as they question some of these people in Minneapolis. Burn the whole city down. What does it matter? So I said burn the city. Do you think the city's going to burn down? Yes, absolutely. No question about it? No. And that'll be the least of our problems. By, by burning all the city down, we'll teach them a lesson? I think, honestly, I'm all for burning it down. Should we eliminate the judicial system completely? Should we eliminate it completely? Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you the flat right answer of yes. The, the judicial system, and should it be eradicated? Um, yes. Since we know what Chauvin did to George Floyd, should we have dispensed the trials? We're not going to have a trial. Yeah. Let's just, let's just convict him right now. Yeah. There shouldn't even be a trial. He should be convicted just as is. If he got off, would you support street justice on him? Yes. Y'all should have fed him to the wolves a long time ago. How, how many unarmed black people were killed by cops last year? Any oh, idea? 100 plus? In just Minnesota? No, around the country. Oh, thousands. Un unarmed black people. Thousands. It seems like they're trying to erase like our destruct the whole race of, you know, the African-American race. Would you consider this a genocide? It's the eradication of an entire people. That's a good question, and now that I've been confronted with it, I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. I mean, genocide means like the targeting of one race for its destruction. Do you yeah. think that's what they're doing? Genocide of, of anybody that's not white. Would you call what's happening a genocide? Yeah, I think that's one word for it. Genocide? Yes, most definitely. A genocide? Yeah. We need another civil war in this country in order for us to have true justice. If that's what it takes, then we have to do it. Do we need another civil war now? If that's what it takes, then I believe so. 
if that's what it's gonna take to revamp everything for everything to be equal, at least equal for us to have justice, I believe so. I don't I don't think these people know what what a civil war entails. Now that's scary. The video you just watched, they talked about how we need to eradicate the entire justice system. There doesn't need to be a trial for Derek Chauvin that we just need to pursue street justice, literally kill him in the streets, and then still continue to burn the city down. Then they were asked, how many, how many unarmed black people do you think are killed in the country each year? Thousands, thousands of people are killed by police every year. It's actually, the number's 18. They also asked, do you think this is a genocide? What police are doing to black people? Genocide, y'all know what a genocide is. It is the mass murder of an entire group of people, right? A mass murder. Millions of people. That would, that would justify labeling something a genocide. And they're like, oh, of course. This is absolutely the genocide of anybody that's not white. And you want to know why these people think this way? Why they're saying those things? It's not because they've done their own research. It's not because they've really paid attention to the numbers. It's because the media tells them that. It's because Facebook and Twitter tell them that. It's because LeBron James tells them that. That's why the number 18 to them seems like thousands and thousands of people. That's why they think 18 deaths is a genocide. That's why they think we don't even need the judicial system. The judicial system, which is not perfect, has saved countless lives. Countless lives. And if they lived one day in a country without this judicial system, they would be crawling back on their hands and knees, begging for it back. This is 100% on the hands of the media. The media is the enemy of the people. That's it for today's episode. Thank you all so much for taking the time to watch this. I do appreciate it. Make sure you like, you share, you comment, and tell everybody you know about the show as we continue to get the word out. Back tomorrow with a brand new episode. Until then, see you, Cole.